By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know where we want me to go with that, Dan. If you want to be more specific, it's obviously frustrating. We felt we were better team. All right, should we officially start the show, or should I just try and piece some shit together? Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Just thinking about it, I just wanted to, you know, it's spoke beef, you turn it sideways, it looks like it was. But anyway, it's like, I just can't, I can't stand this team and this franchise right now. Mr. Ventola, how do you plead? I've been pleading for four years. Can you someone please fire this yeah, okay, please, please fire this dude. I'm going on here now. That, that, that's all he, this is about. <laughs> the real criminal is John Sweeney. Where is he? I think uh, Sweeney made a major mistake so far with the goaltending. So, yeah, not looking great. I'm like, you're picking for a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up? Boston B Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Joined tonight, of course, with Tyler Scales, Jimmy Shea, and Justin Ventola. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Hello. What's up, Dave? Yo, Dave. What's going on? Not much, not much. Bruins are doing pretty decent. And if you take last night's game out of it, 5-2 and two in their last seven. They are uh, in the playoff race. They're the last wild card, of course, with 50 points on the season. But they are three points behind Toronto for third in the East. Um... Justin, we were just talking a little bit before the show, and I mentioned that I I understand why you call it fool's gold, but why is uh, the the month of January been fool's gold as far as you're concerned? Uh, honestly, Dave, it's been uh, quite a few reasons. I mean, I think first and foremost, we've seen this um, historically from the Bruins of like the past, I don't know, what, five five years or so, where they'll, um, you know, they, they may have a little slump around Thanksgiving, uh, you know, Christmas time. Um, then they get, turn it on. They, they, you know, win a few games in a row come uh, January, February ish. Um, uh, and then they, you start to see a little cool down. Maybe they'll heat up again, but then ultimately my point being is once they get to the playoffs, they either one and done or uh, like, you know, and by that, I mean, you know, one round and done or two rounds and done. Um, and so I just think it's, again, it's just, it's obviously just been a trend over the past few years. Um, but also too, you know, I, I like, it's hard for me to give any credit to them when, like, again, it's it's regular season. I mean, it, sure they've beaten some some hefty competitors, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just can't. I, I don't. I think they're doing okay right now, but at the end of the day, are they standing up material? Are they playoff material? No. Um, and so that's why I say it's fool's gold because hey, it's great. I'm happy about it. It looks like they're going to make the playoffs, but. I don't think that they're going anywhere. And many people are always trying to, you know, get the duck boats out for Christ's sake. So it's, you know, we got to temper our expectations here and come to realities of some of these players. And, you know, something to add to your point, too, the Bruins are just one big Brad Marsh on actual injury away from being fucked. Right? Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, when listen. Ma- when Marshawn was checked into the corner last week, you know, and left that game. Who was that against Washington? Like whose heart did I think it that was stop? Or, or at least skip a beat. Um, well, I mean that's the thing. I mean, you lose a guy like Marshan and Marshan, who I who they, he's their best player. He's absolutely their best player. You know, he goes down. Or in Bergeron, and you guys know how I feel about Bergeron. He's old. He's out of his prime. He's going to break down in the postseason, especially with the grind of this of the rest of the season. You're not going to get the Patrice Bergeron that we know and love in the postseason anymore. Um, even if he goes down, I mean, I think Halla is fine on that second line, but and he's a decent two way guy, but he's not a two. Uh, he's not a number two center on a Stanley Cup contending team, if, if you ask me. And so, and you're already thin at center as it is. So even if a guy like Patrice Bergeron goes down. Who the hell do you have at center to fill that number one role spot? You know, so it's it's just the one big injury away. Um, even McAvoy, when he like granted, I, I commend them for doing well when he was out for a couple games earlier this season. But when he's out, it's pretty obvious on the defense. You know that 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 Cassie looks to you know guys who are just undersized because that's all they have. That's all Sweeney thinks is out there, and uh, you know. Well, it's because it, Sweeney was undersized himself. Still is. 
yeah, so you know he's got that little dog complex. So yeah, he's never gonna be the big Don. Wasn't <laughs> his big swing. Yeah, <laughs> the swings. But but not the big Don. He's the big. He's the big swings. <laughs> it's Don with a little Don with a little D. Uh, Tyler, thoughts on the, the month of January being fool's gold as far as uh, Bruins fans are concerned? I think that's I th- I I think that way too. Like I've seen it before. We've seen it so many times with the same players, same uh, lines and stuff. Like it it's just so obvious to see, and we it probably is starting with this Ducks game now with that terrible performance last night. And also with the Hurricanes on the Willie O'Ray, O'Ray game. O'Ray. Like, O'Ray, yeah. But, like, how do you how do you go into that a game like that and just get just get blown out? I felt terrible for him. Like, it's his, like, his big night. Gets his name up in the Raptors, and they played, like, absolute shit. And the other games, they were, they were on fire, and then back down to a really cold uh, streak. Hey, maybe this will end, though. It could be Jake DeBrusque. What was that? Maybe this will end soon if Jake DeBrus is getting traded. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I will say, at least for Willie O'Ree, he was uh, at, at home in California, I believe. It looked nice and sunny from wherever he was live streaming. And, uh, you know, that game, Justin, you were at that game. We can talk about that in a minute. But I had heard, like, sometimes those ceremonies really screw over some teams. Not to make excuses for them because they did play like garbage, but... I don't think any of us three had really picked uh, us four. Excuse me. I'll learn to count one of these days. Uh, had really picked them to win that Carolina game anyway. No, yeah, I really didn't. Carolina. Yeah, no. And Aussie you Dave, did, like... Jimmy. Of course you did. I'm sorry. So I knew it was only three <laughs> of us. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on Fool's Gold? I, I mean, you guys kind of hit that on the head. It's exactly what it's been like last couple of years. But I'm not surprised. They wanted to get the band back together. And the band is playing its hits. They they get hot this time of year, and then they implode in the playoffs. It's what they do. If they're lucky, they play Toronto in the first round, and they take them to seven and have some comeback win where Tuka plays awful, but they somehow end up pulling it out, and they meet the Lightning in the second round and get their pants blown off. And, man, I love to be a Bruins fan. It's so great. It's like, it's so it's like Groundhog's Day every single year. It's so – it's like – and you know what? Going back to the the Willie O'Ree night, you know, you can blame the ceremony if you want. You can blame them coming up flat, stuff like that. I blame Justin being in the crowd. Justin's not seen the fake uh, the <laughs> fake whalers beat. Uh, he's not seen the Bruins beat the fake whalers yet. And as soon as Justin said he was going, I'm like, well, that's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy, I figured if I pounded back three beers before the game, that might like you know help the boys out a little bit. It did not. It helped you out. It didn't help Rask. Yeah, listen. Let's just Rask hope you weren't you weren't buying a drink for every goal Carolina scored because that's uh, would have cost you about five grand. I mean, yeah, Rask I mean, three Say that again, Jimmy. I said it looks like Rask had three beers before the game as well. Oh yeah. They, they, no, he had more than that. I, I think they were all out drinking before because nobody looked good in that game. Oh no! Who had the goal on that Bergeron? Uh, oh, I just watched it too. What the hell was it? Was it Marshan? I, I feel like it was Bergeron who had a goal to bring it. Yeah. I, I, it was yeah, it was Bergeron. Bergeron made a two to one, and then the the wheels just fell off the bus, and it was over. Forget about it. And it was all because they were all too busy looking at you, Justin. They, yep. they they saw me. Yeah, well, you know what the reality is, is they saw my Fire Sweeney jersey and they got uh, they got very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who were they afraid was going to be the next GM? <laughs> Steve Belichick. Bring him back, yeah. Dave Lewis. At the rate that at the rate they're going, I'm I'm pretty sure they prefer G, uh, Steve Belichick over uh, Don Sweeney. At the rate we're going here. I mean, I no, that's just a if soft we're going, game. If we're going based on mullets, it's still a toss up. <laughs> What an awful hairstyle, too. I don't know how anyone wears that. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, hey, I, I had a sick mullet when I was younger. All right. yeah, I, me too. I thought it was, it was sick. My wife pukes yeah, every time she sees the picture of it. 
And somewhere in the world, Dave, a mirror shatters. All right, Jimmy, you talked, you mentioned about bringing the band, getting the band back together. And um, since Tuca has re-signed with the club without any uh, preseason or anything, he's two and two. He's got a four point two eight goals against average. That's phenomenal, right? And then a uh, eight forty four save percentage. And I was listening to Felger and Maz on my way home, and I heard somebody say something to the extent of. How Cassidy had mentioned, and I didn't read it. I'm sorry, I should have. I did not do very good research today, but that's, that was my research on the ride home tonight. Uh, about Cassidy saying something to the extent of uh, how Chuka was going to need six to eight games to, you know, get back into gameplay and shape. I don't remember him ever really starting this bad. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Tuka's, uh let's call it woeful start to his season here I think that he has played abnormally bad for him like as much as I should on Tuka because I think that he is my biggest thing with him over the last years was that he was overpaid for what the production so now he's making um a half million dollars like well he can't I mean he's finally lived up to that contract except for he's still not living up to the half million dollar contract it's insane he's still overpaid half a million dollars for the way he's playing it's just the goals he's letting in. It's like you know, a high schooler would stop a lot of these pucks. It's bad. Uh, it's just, and then we we sent Swayman down for this for this guy right here. This guy, I mean, oh my god, he's he's looked lost. He's looked like it looks like he's been on the golf course. Oh wait, he has been on the golf course for the last six months. Well, no, he he's been recovering from hip surgery. I don't know if you know that's really good on the hip. Oh wait. Didn't he lose a big game right before the season started? Oh, yeah, choked, he choked away the big swing. Yep, uh, that's right. I'm sorry. So you're right. He's been golfing. Um, you mentioned Swayman. Swayman is 2-1-0 down in Providence with a 2.02 goals against average and a 9.20 save percentage. Yeah, good Providence good move, Sweeney. He's going to win the Calder Cup. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Um, yeah, I mean we we've discussed this at nauseum about uh, doing this, but I mean I didn't I don't think anybody really expected Tuca to start off this bad. What oh, you... I did not. I I thought he'd be terrible, and I was completely right. He's been so bad to watch. I don't I just don't like watching him at all. When I'm on, when he's on the ice, I just have no confidence in him. Like his start is definitely like probably one of the worst I've ever seen for a goalie that started. Like. Even like before he started, like he started playing, like I've never seen it this bad. Like every time he like he gets shot at the puck, he very rarely saves it. Like, and I get that most of these goals are like the I've seen like most of these goals they're mostly deflections, but it's still something he should see. I that power play goal from Getzlav last night, he legit could not even see the puck. It was so bad. Like he was, he was literally looking around for it. Like he was just like a deer lost in the headlights. Like. It was it was it's so bad to watch, and it's a big mistake made by Sweeney. But to no surprise, that bringing him up for that much money was a good idea. You know, Tyler, I I fully agree with you with that with that whole star thing. And but 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 my concern is 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 what like since when does Tuka Rask? have his hand down everyone's pants and is gripping their schmenzer so <laughs> tightly that they literally will do anything for this guy. And Dave, you were talking about like a, a, a bad start. Now I, I don't remember exactly how necessarily he was starting. I think pretty poorly. He started the NHL season pretty poorly and Cassidy, it was actually refreshing because Cassidy was benching the guy and he right. kept playing in, in, uh, in, in, for um, I think it was Anton Hudobin. I think it was the start of the 2018 season, um, where like Tuka Rask was benched a couple games, and he ended up like leaving or, or going back to uh, his country. Yeah, he, um, he went to the corner to pout. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like we were praising Cassie, saying thank you, someone finally willing to bench this guy. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now it's like Tuka Rask back. Yeah, you know he's uh, he needs a, like a few games, like get warmed up and stuff. You know, it's just like it, it's like what 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 why did you guys' perspective change on him? You know, like we we know he's a soft guy, he can't handle the pressure, 
and and these people, Bruins fans included, who were just like, no goal he lets in is his fault. Apparently, um, you know, at the end of this, at, at the end of the year, he, if he plays bad, people are like, whoa, he's coming off hip surgery. So he's the only damn player who's gone through adversity in the NHL. Like seriously, people, like when, when is this door finally going to close on the fact that Tuka Rask is just a soft ass mofo? He has to be the worst goal I've ever seen played on a home ice before, like ever. I've never seen someone that bad, so bad. Oh, James Reimer was pretty bad in 2013. Who was? James Reimer for the Maple Leafs. <laughs> he was also really bad. Um, sorry, brain fart. Over the last, oh shit, I went, I went, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You lost me. Tyler, you, you, I'm sorry. You threw me off about Chuka being the worst goalie ever to play on home ice. Um, that comment threw me off. So you got me off my game there. You little bastard. I'm, ro- I'm right though. I'm <laughs> right. Go Tyler. Yeah. Well, clarify. You mean recently or ever? <laughs> ever. Have you seen his Stanley Cup final, like, home ice, like, playoff record? I bet it's, like, abysmal. Yeah, I mean, he gave him an awful goal to, uh, was it Petrangelo in the yeah. slot? That game. was his fault, Jimmy, right? That's not his fault. And, All right. No, no, we blame, blame, blame like Marshall for that. No, I don't know. I just, I, it, it threw me off because I had never heard Tyler talk like that. And I know Tyler isn't on the Tuca bandwagon, um, and he definitely hasn't been, uh, Especially not this year, as far as wanting to go back. So I'm sorry. That's that. I'm just explaining myself a little bit here. No, that's all good. That's all good. Just needed a little clarification, Tyler. Uh, you know, uh, that's all. That's all. Trying to get my bearings. I've never heard <laughs> you refer to him like that before. And you know, me being the one, the one guy who liked Tuca for this team at one point. Um, you know, you, you, you got you got me thrown off, Tyler. I know we like sassy scales, but we got to slow the roll a little. <laughs> uh. Listen, we can all wish we can, we all wish we can be up in the cra- in the clouds, but sometimes we have to just come back come back to earth and face reality. <laughs> oh my god! Uh. Um, keeping with the goaltending theme, what have we thought of? Uh, Linus Allmark's play over the last four or five games, Tyler. He's certainly better than Russ, that's for sure. Like every time I see him, I'm just like, okay, it's Allmark, so hopefully we're gonna have a good game. You know what? It normally is like when it was Allmark and Swayman, we were, we were playing very well. Like when January started, we were on fire. We kept winning games. Like we have a decent record with, with five and two. And you know what? Truth is. Most of those wins go to Omar because Rask only has two. So, yeah, and I don't think Omar lost any of those five and two games. So he's been phenomenal as of late. So, yeah, and he's certainly making his money due. He's been good as of late. I'm not going to give him phenomenal considering he he is four and zero in his last four starts, but he's got save percentages of eight twenty four, nine oh nine, eight ninety seven. Uh, against Montreal, a 960. Come on, seriously, a 960 against Montreal? You can do better than that. And 900 honestly, versus he Washington. He just looks ready to play. He looks more ready than Rask. I mean, I get he's played much more games. Like, and he's played against tougher teams. But he just looks just better overall. And For a guy who played in Buffalo and then to come here and play better than Rask, that says something. Jimmy, thoughts on Olmark? Um. Uh, I, he's been okay. He yeah, I, was, I, yeah. I, I forgot. Mom and dad are visiting. You haven't been able to watch the games. I forgot. No swearing, Jimmy. <laughs> like, well, so I've been watching the condensed <laughs> games. There, were. I mean, I I look at the Carolina game that uh that Justin caused the loss for. But when Omar <laughs> came in, when 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 Omar came in the third period, he actually played fairly well against a team that was you know, on fire. But then I can't remember what team uh, he was playing against, and he gave up some soft-ass goal that was going to go over the bar, but then he hit the top of his glove and it went in. Like, he, as good as he's played, he also 
some you, you look at the goals he's given up. Well, what are you even looking at, dude? It's like you don't even know what the net is at times. You like I don't know. I think he's been okay. Not like he, you I can't he's agree. Won. He's played better than Rask. I can play better than Rask right now. Come on. So that's <laughs> not saying much. That's not saying much. Tyler, play I'm better playing than better than Rask right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But by not playing, you're playing better than Rask. Rask has been a detriment right. to this team. Uh, Omar has just played below average, but not but closer to average. But I think that how bad Rask is playing, and he and the fact that Omar is four and zero, it makes him look better. But he, if you actually watch him play, in my opinion, he's not looked great. He doesn't look nearly as comfortable as a goalie that's making what five per should be looking. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Guys. you know, I kind of forgotten about that game until we started talking about it, and uh, I went back and I forgot that Rask was pulled after the first period, couldn't come back out for the second after giving up five goals on 12 you're shots. You're right, he played two periods. And then Almack, you're right, he he wasn't great, but he played much better. He was 17, uh, 17 for 17 even strength saves. His two goals he gave up were on five power play shots. Yeah, he definitely played a little bit better. I, I, I gave him the respect, you know, I I prefer to call him uh, Linus, but I did give him the respect of using his actual name. Um, his government name? Yeah. Uh, again, you can do better. You could have done better. You should have shut out Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> None of this 960 save percentage shit. I know, right? At least get 690, so it's 6'9". Just saying. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You know where Anyways. I'm going, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Justin, any uh, Allmark thoughts? Why did you sign this guy? Why? Tell me what he has done to not only earn that contract, but to tell you that you desperately, you could not start this season without Linus. Or penis, Omar. Like <laughs> penis, the penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's your next shirt, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, penis, the penis. Yeah, absolutely should be. Because I'm sorry, I, you know, I, I don't think he's he's played fine. He is an average goaltender. He's nothing more. And you signed him, and now the kid who is playing probably better than both of those guys is now playing in Providence, wasting away down there while you're playing with Tweedledee and Tweedledum up here. Why? Why? What was so bad about going into the season with Vidara and Swayman, and then if you wanted to send Vidara down and bring back Tuka the Poopa, okay, Fine, but then and you have a better you have Swayman who's quite frankly better than Rask at this point in his career, uh, it and you know you have him backing up uh, you know Rask and whatnot and y- y- again no money in goaltending so I just again every time I see Linus o- or penis o- penis to Linus in <laughs> that, all right like I, I I just I'm very just confused and just uh, I keep asking myself why am I watching him in net why is he on this team right now. Yeah, that contract is just, I mean, come on, seriously. $5 million for a guy coming out of Buffalo. Uh, I think we've talked at, about that a little bit, um, a little, probably a little bit more than we probably should have. But, uh, yeah, I just, he's only been average at best. You're paying him $5 million and you could have been getting away with that, especially if bringing back Rask was the plan. I, yep. do, I don't disagree with that, but we're stuck with this these two fucking schmucks. Uh, and we got who we think should be the stud down there. Um, so, yeah, any of you guys listen to the hockey question. show this weekend on 98.5? I do, I do not know. No. Oh, I totally missed it, Dave. I, I, I'll probably, we, we honestly listen to it sometime this week. I think Bob so Beers was talking about um, how it's good for Swayman to be down there playing because at least he's playing, obviously. But he was talking about, you know, the, the better goaltenders in the league who have spent some time down there and, uh, you know, I I think I think you know the whole fire Sweeney movement that we're starting for me is really going to be based off of this whole goaltending situation because you 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 were out from the Rask umbrella or however you want to call it but you you he's letting the 
he's letting the players run the front office, which isn't your job as the general manager. I know you were a player, and I know that you have um, special feelings towards them, or I don't know, whatever, whatever he wants to call them, whatever, whatever. Don Don the mini Sweens is doing to justify letting the players run the team, going to Bergeron and Marshawn and letting, hey, what do you guys want to do next year? Well, let, I want to play with my friends. Isn't that, wouldn't that be your answer, guys? Yes, it would be. Your boss said, hey, who do you want to work with? Oh, can, I'm going to bring my friends into work, right? Just play with the guys I want to play with. Don't get me wrong. I still think Tuka Rask, up until these last four games, was a good goaltender. I don't think that they had anybody on that team had the balls to sit him in the playoffs when they should have. They should have, if you were going to play a 70% Rask and you are going to choose to play the kid as his backup over uh, Halak, was it last year? Yeah. That yep. Swayman beat out uh, for the playoff gig? Like, let him play a fucking game. Seriously. And so that right there is a strike against him. You, you have your starting goaltender who's 30% less than 100 that that just came out weird sorry who's playing at 70% and you got a kid who's playing well for his first as a rookie uh and you're just going to sit him on the bench through the playoffs and then the next year you're going to dangle the carrot in front of him and it sounds like he said all the right things to Sweeney but who Who's to say Sweeney's not full of shit and just feeding us a line about what the kid had to say? We had the conversation a few weeks back. How pissed would you be? I'm aggravated at this. I, I've been a Bruins fan for a while now, and this is just stupid. You're just bringing back the same team that we've had over the last 10 years. Nothing has changed except they're getting older. And... Uh, Sweeney's got to go. Uh, it... If there's anything that needs to happen before the trade deadline, it's that Sweeney needs to go because he's going to make another bonehead fucking trade. Anybody disagree with that statement? Nope. Nope. Excluding the brusque, nope. Right. You're going you're gonna to trust this guy who has brought you absolutely nothing. Uh, Justin, this is your cue. You can go off on the 2015 draft anytime oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to trust this guy to trade away DeBrusque, who they apparently view as a 40-goal uh, a scorer, was it, Justin? Yep. Uh, they originally, someone in higher Bruins management believed that yours truly, Jake DeBrusque, was capable of being a perennial 40-plus goal scorer per season. And, and that you- is who you have assessing your talent. Gentlemen. And that's who's going to be making any trades ahead of this year's trade deadline. Which, quite honestly, Dave, and of course, again, uh, the Bruins, I've, I've, I've tried to refresh myself in some recent Bruins rumors. Um, but quite frankly, you were seeing the results of his just pitiful drafting. And I don't think uh, people take – I think a lot of people sometimes take for granted how having such a bad farm system hmm. so negatively impacts – your organization as a whole, right? If your organization is not healthy, if you do not have a young, a constant flow of young players cycling into the lineup, replacing older guys, guys, uh, you know, young kids who are willing to step up and take the positions of those older guys, you let go of Char because you're trying to get younger. Yet, 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 you bring back Rask. Uh, you know, Bergeron's still sticking around. I mean, you, you, and like you've drafted so poorly that now you can't even throw assets into a trade because guess what? Any team in the league, virtually any team in the league, if you're in on the same player as, as the Bruins, you could, as if you're a Bruins fan, you can forget about the Bruins trading for them because any team can come out and be like, oh, I see what the Bruins offer. Well, I'll give you this player who's like head and heels over, over that guy that they're trying to offer. And of course, any team's going to turn down the Bruins. They know how bad our prospect pool is. So, you know, and now with this season, with the whole goaltender thing, you're taking up money against the cap, which, again, you could be using this trade deadline to look at potential acquisitions, right? You know, so, like, Don Sweeney's just crippled this franchise, and not just for the now, right? The now you the now you're, you have to deal with a mediocre team that makes the playoffs great, and it gets bounced. But in the future, I mean, guys, like, we, we could be no having future. years – 
years of just. Our future looks very bleak. You, oh God! Your future years? looks like Almar carrying the team for as long as he can. It, <laughs> yes, you're going to get years of what they have up in Ottawa, but instead of Ottawa having some legit prospects, you have a bunch of studnikas running around out there oh. trying to chase a puck that's not even in the arena. For Christ's sake, <laughs> all just banging into glass the entire game, you know. So you like, I, it, it's if you are not generally concerned that by this team, and quite honestly, at this point, I think management's decided we gotta try to keep some of our core uh, core old guys because we've got nothing else to throw out there to bring fans in. So you know, so you gotta bring back the names, right? And it's just absolutely pitiful, pitiful, pitiful. So you're telling me that the theme of Don Sweeney's uh, hockey team is a throwback to Peter Shirelli? Quite honestly, at least Peter Shirelli, Dave, at least he made gave some... us a Stanley Cup winning team. At least he can say he did that, all right? A couple with some crap contracts and some really bad trades, he at least brought us a Stanley Cup championship team. Don Sweeney can't even do that. And guess what we're also looking at? Don Sweeney brought us Linus Ulmark in a no-trade contract. Sweeney's brought us the Linus, the penis, and some contracts and the the shits of the world. I mean, sorry, the, the, the fucks. I mean, sorry, the, the, the brusques. The labusts. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it's it's horrifying. It's horrific to watch. And at this point, like, what, what, what do you do? What do you do? Well, and then... Uh, just to add a cherry on top of all that, and I know that you guys could care less about Carson Kuhlman, but you had to place him on waivers because Oscar Steen has now beat him for a job, and you lost him for nothing to Seattle, I think, right? Yeah, they, they claimed him. They picked him up. They were like, oh, hey, cool. So it's not it's not just drafting. It's also asset management at this point. Yep, asset management. The way I see it is you could have had the opportunity to get something for Krug. You didn't. You could have probably had to potentially get something for Chara and Krejci, even if it's just something, some picks or prospects. But instead, you're going to let their contracts expire, and then they either retire or they test free agency or what have you. So, you know, it's just you're losing assets for nothing at this point. You're bleeding chips here. And so, and not to mention, you're not making this team any more enticing for any good player to want to come here. So, I mean, again, it's it's a very a, a plethora of red flags. <clears throat> All right, using plethora on this podcast, I didn't think was allowed. We, I didn't think we were supposed to use such big words. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have a dictionary next to me, Dave. I figured I'd try to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Smart, <laughs> dude, you wicked smart. <laughs> nah, God, dude, just... you you one of the smartest. Yeah, yeah, oh God, smartest with an H at the end, right? Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, upcoming road trip, going west coast. Well, not quite west coast. Colorado, Arizona, and Dallas, and then home against Seattle next week. Uh, yeah, they're screwed in Colorado for sure. And, yeah, if, and if Tuka yeah, starts yeah, yeah. versus Arizona, they're probably screwed, right, guys? The way he's played, yeah, probably. <laughs> Phil Kessel on a hat trick. <laughs> uh, actually, out in Arizona, I heard they're called the uh, hot dog tricks. <laughs> Instead of throwing hats, they all throw wieners on the ice. <laughs> Instead of using the Zamboni to clean it up, they just put Phil Kessel's face in the ice. And just yeah, no them. shovels, just a fork. No, Phil Kessel is is the Zamboni driver in between periods eating hot dogs. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on the the quick west westward swing that the Bruins have coming up? Uh, I think they're gonna do pretty bad. Like, this is the first thing going out on the road in a while. Like, their schedule is gonna be pretty brutal. Like coming up. Um, yeah. Sorry. Colorado, I think they're going to get smacked by, like, that team is amazing. Like, they're going to be potentially Stanley Cup champions at some point because they got Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Rattanen over there. Absolutely insane team. Arizona, I think they will beat them. Like, we're overall just better than that team. Kessel can't lead a team at all. 
Well, I mean, Arizona is the New York Jets of hockey, so. Yeah. Yeah, we could beat them. Uh, Dallas, I think that'll be a close game, but that that'll depend on the team. There is Holtby over there. He always plays so well against us, and I don't. I think that Dallas will win that game. I think it'll just be like back to back, like one win, one loss kind of thing. Dallas, is and we play one. Seattle next. After that, I'm excited for that. Yeah, because that's a game that Tuca might win. No, maybe you guys are no you guys are no fun tonight. <laughs> I'm getting in on the Tuca shit, and I guess I'm I'm failing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Tuca is just taking all the momentum out of like the fun watching these games because honestly, the game's over in the first period when he plays. It's it's really been tough to watch because like even if he's not giving up goals, you watch him like it's just a matter of time until he gives up a soft goal. He just does not look comfortable out there at all. Right, you're just kind of sitting there fearing what's going to happen next. Yeah, I mean, I always do that in the playoffs, but not in the regular season. Normally, he's a pretty good regular season goalie. Because um, he played back-to-back games, right? He was the starter versus Winnipeg and Anaheim, I believe. Yes, I believe so. So, I mean, I mean, it... Just back to Almach for a minute. He he hasn't been anything like sexy in net, but you know he he's given them a chance. Oh my God, I sound just so cheesy saying it. He's given them a chance to win when he's in there. Um, especially in his last four. You know, like I said, he's four and zero in his last four. And if the offense continues to play, I mean, yeah, you could totally get bounced in the first round. Yeah, the only the only really thing that I realized. So we we it's been seven games since we've talked. The emergence of a second line has been so great to see. With Pasternak down there on the second line with Hall, and then you have the Bergeron Marchand connection there. It's been it's been the one thing that's kind of given me pause to say it's completely going back to what we talked about earlier the fool's gold thing um as they're getting more balanced scoring up and down the lineup but if their goalies are both going to be sieved or play below average it doesn't matter how well the offense plays um i guess the other solo line i've noticed uh is vacanon actually looks like a serviceable defensive out there i think he's actually looked very good out there he, he's looked okay. He had a couple, I don't know, he had a couple giveaways the other night that I saw I didn't really love. But, I mean, you know, well, yeah, the Anaheim, I guess the whole team did kind of suck that night, though. I was going to say, Anaheim, it was a no-show completely. That. So, with like a team, when they played, like, the fake Whalers or when they played Anaheim, when no one showed up, it's kind of hard for me to point at one player having a bad night when no one shows up, especially a young player like that. But in their wins, he has been, I think, been pretty good out there. Look at you, Jimmy! Finding, finding the, uh, putting the powdered sugar on a, on a, on a piece of cow pie, right, and calling it a powdered. Well, dump. hey, you know, right. hey, it's no, yo, no, no, no. Listen, please. that's the nicest thing Jimmy said about a Bruins defenseman in five years. It, it, it is. Listen, I was just going to agree our, with him. You might be our best defenseman going forward. Uh, oh, oh, that, kiss, that, kiss that, of death. Uh, I don't know about kiss that. Kiss of death. First he's sour, then he's no. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. We're we're stuck with. Uh, Chubby Chucky over there. <laughs> Chubby Chucky. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jerry. I mean, you just watched way like what great play. But anyways, no, no. Back in nine, he's um. I will. I will admit that he looks like a serviceable NHL defenseman. So that's uh, that should be encouraging. And Oscar Steen looks like a and, serviceable bottom six winger. But you know, it's 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 refreshing to see him. You know, he click well with Coil. It seems. Now, if you just get DeBrusque off that line. Well, I mean, well, if so, Oscar if Oscar Steen is a serviceable bottom six player, that means in a couple of years or a couple months even, he's going to be on the top in you know, the top six on this team. Or he won't be on well, the team at all. Well, oh, so good call, Justin, Tyler. That could be so, it too. So, Justin, you said that Oscar Steen is a is a is a serviceable bottom six forward, which you're right, he is. The problem with this team is we have almost our whole team is serviceable bottom six forwards and they're just playing out of roles that's the problem is that hey, a lot hey, of our is, it's frustrating to watch oh jimmy i i fully i fully agree all we have is is 
borderline NHL players in our prospect system. And if they are <coughs> NHL players, they, they're bottom six guys at best. Well, with that being said, I'm trying to follow your lead of, uh, you know, a little, little powdered, powdered sugar here and there, there, Jimmy. So, you know, don't bring me down. Yeah, I will I, I, gotta, I gotta get the diabetes going somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know it's it's cool. I mean, as total side note, if anyone's seen a picture of Steen, that guy's thighs are like four of my bodies put together. They're freaking huge. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I cannot say I looked at Oscar uh, Oscar Steen's thighs. Oh my god, dude! Just, just if you guys and 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 you know, just, just oh. It's gnarly. <clears throat> I'll take a word for it. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna agree with Jimmy on this one, and I don't say that very often. I don't often. think I'm, I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna Google Steen's thighs. I'm not gonna lie; I don't think that's ever gonna cross my search history. Is that a new chicken place? <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that the new chicken place near you, Jimmy? Steen's thighs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> it's uh, uh, right next to that new porn store that opened. Linus the penis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm telling you, Jimmy. Sorry, that's your, that's your next shirt. Hold on. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Hold on. Let me fix this for you, Jimmy. Oh, why can't I change your name? They let me change your name last time, didn't they? Uh, yes, they did. Bastards. <laughs> uh, I'm probably doing it in the wrong spot. Anyway, um, that's what she said. Wow. So the NHL did reschedule some some the the nine games in February. So that's good. But we have an All Star weekend coming up on what the fifth and the sixth, I believe. Am I wrong there? Uh, sounds about right. Yeah. And um, I forget who said it earlier. I think it was you, Justin, or Jimmy. I'm sorry, one of the two J's about Brad Marchand being our best player. Yet he's not going to the All Star game. Old man Bergeron is. And get who's got thoughts on that? Well, it's because they don't want Lamborghinis in Vegas. Shit. <laughs> No, I was, I was just about to ask you guys uh, if um, if he got like the last player in slot or whatever. And the fact that he's not going to the All Star game and and Patrice Bergeron is, I'm sorry, but there's that there's something really wrong there. I'm sorry. All due respect to Bergeron, like sorry, man, Marshan, way more <laughs> talented than you are. Like I mean, Pasternak you know, should be going to uh, Bergeron. Yeah. yeah, I possibly I should go too. In for again the argument I would have against Pasternak is that he didn't really heat up until this month. If you took the right. volume from the beginning of the season, That's I wouldn't true. have called him a, uh, an all star. It would have no, been I on reputation that. alone. But I agree. But Bergeron has been quiet for a good for most of the season, in my opinion. Oh, he, can... he, you look at his stats, and his stats are there, but they've been just. To me, he's been invisible for most of the season. And if someone his age, like he's done pretty well, like with with stats overall. But so far, like in the last couple of games, I do agree. I don't think he's really been there. Yeah, Bergeron, twelve goals, twenty assists, thirty-two points in thirty-eight games. Brad Marchand, twenty goals, twenty-five assists, and for forty-five points in thirty-four games. Yeah, good job, NHL voters. Like guys, seriously. Yeah, well, I, that I think. And this, and this is exactly why I don't give the NHL an all-star game. Uh, you know, it used to be my favorite thing to bet just because it was fun to bet on. But honestly, it just you get you get snubs all over the board. It's not you're not actually getting the best players. A lot of guys opt out. It's just it's not what it used to be. Well, I also think too, Jimmy. I think also part of it is is honestly reputational. I mean, Bergeron's known well. He's one of the most respected players around the league, rightfully so. And Marchand's known as that rat, right? He's he's known as the rat. Um, so but, I feel like that's a big reason. But that... what's that really say about NHL fans? Well, that they're all pussies, Dave. But we all knew this. Yeah, this. Like, like, I mean, it's... I I know that I do a suck job on my research, but I think I know better. 
You know, I wouldn't fucking skip over uh, Nathan McKinnon on my fucking all-star ballot, you know? Right. Or is that just a name only this year? You know, I, I know he's kind of a no, prick. So like, <laughs> well, so, like, well, prick. Is, <laughs> even if, if, I, if I actually were to vote, which, again, I don't, but if I were to vote and you look at, like, the the goals and assists, say, like, say you take the name Brad Marchand off that, you put Tom Wilson down. If Tom Wilson's having this type of season, as much of a dirty player he is, he, he'd be getting my vote because he deserves to go. Right. You know, and I'm glad you brought up Wilson. I, I, what did you guys think about that hit that he had? Uh, who did he knock out? Oh, it was was it? Was it was Grizzly, no. I think. No, 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 no. It wasn't Grizzly. Like, oh my God, why am I having a brain fart? He's still out. It's not Smith, is it? No, bleed. No, knocked out. Antoine oh bleed. yeah. What What did we think about the hit on Antoine Bleed? Don't all jump at this I don't, one. I, I, don't, I don't really remember it, to be honest. I, I, was, I don't really remember the hit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, Dave, I'm looking it up right now. So I just want to see. Well, I and I just thought it was one of those big hits that, even in real time before I saw the replay, I thought it was one of those big hits that everybody wants to see in the game. Uh, nice. Whose ringtone is that? Oh, my bad, guys. Uh, thank you for your wonderful ads. But, no, I honest, honest to God, I thought, you know, we had mentioned, I had quickly mentioned Marshawn taking that bad cross check in the corner in that game. But uh, I thought the Tom Wilson hit was beautiful, as was the Cha- uh, Charlie McAvoy hit. On, I think it was Van's Reemsdyke. I don't remember which Van's Reemsdyke that is, and I still can't say that last name. I'm sorry. I thought it was a fair hit. I I kind of really remember it. I think it was a fair hit. Like, I don't think it was right to the head. Like, it was a little. Close, no, it wasn't. But... It was beautiful. He just. No. It, yeah. The way he fell made it look worse. But I mean, but, he, yeah, Tom Wilson. It, it was Tom Wilson, arms, right? And Wilson goes shoulder to chest and just fucking lays him out. Yeah, if it's yeah. Tom Wilson, that guy's a, a tank. Oh. Yeah, he, he and he does he does not like hold back on the hits. So no, but if obviously he's gonna hurt. If he played like that, made a smart hit like that, I don't, you know. But Jimmy, back more back to your point is yes, uh, Marshawn's still getting that shit reputation. I'm not voting for him, you know. Um, where he's become one of the best players in the game. Uh, I know he's got to be top. I want to say he's like top ten for sure scoring in the last five years or three years, however you want, wherever you want to go on that. Uh, I think they sometimes yeah. steal someone's phone and they're like thief. So, so my thing with Martian though is the thing with Bruins fans that's really starting to piss me off about Martian is people act like his reputation is undeserving. He is a dirty player. He does. He bl- He admits that he blacks out in the games. And he just – it's like a 30-second thing, and all of a sudden he, he does something stupid. And he's been doing it for years. He's going to continue to do it for the rest of his career, just the type of player that he is. I think he needs to play on the edge like that. But his reputation is it's there for a reason because he does do stupid things. So yeah, should he not be an all-star because of it? No, he should be an all-star. Look at his numbers. But this the reputation is there for a reason because of that's who he is. Yeah, no, I'll give you the I'll give you the reputation thing. That's why he he was suspended for three games earlier this year on what I didn't think was a slew foot. Um, so, I, I, but I'll definitely give you the re- reputation thing. I I think that's unfair. I think the fact that the other night that the ref that was closest to the cross check in the corner that was you know called interference by the further away the uh referee uh, that's why the the close guy didn't do it was based all on reputation um you know yeah he's a chirper but i mean these guys go out there they they deserve to be uh on the ice be treated all the same if you know you're gonna run my player i'll run yours kind of thing was always been the attitude in the nhl but i mean my question was more like, are, are NHL fans actually paying attention 
to what's going on when they just picked Bergeron over Marshawn in the vote, or did they even put Marshawn on the ballot? Anybody, I, anybody ever seen an All Star ballot in the last ten years? I used to vote when I, 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 I was like, I used to vote when I was in high school, but again, that was like ten years ago. So that's it. Only ten. Fuck. I'm sorry, Dave. Didn't, didn't, didn't mean to do that one there. I, I forgot I'm old <laughs> enough to be all you guys' dads. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I think it was like eight years ago. Technically, was high school, but I mean, that's just add more salt to the wound there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why I love you, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> no more. No more powdered sugar. It's all salt now. <laughs> Uh, Justin, what are your thoughts on uh, Marshawn's all-star snub? Oh, I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I, you know, again, if that's the reflection of, of where the league's trending, uh, it, it, I, uh, it's just, you know, fans of the sport are really, really, really trying to ruin the sport. I got to be honest. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just, all right, so why he has a reputation of being a rat. Yes, it is totally justified. He has done some boneheaded, ass-headed moves over the years. And I think a lot of fans forget that uh, some of those moves seriously negatively impacted the Bruins team. Either they like you know, they left Marshan suspended for a few games and he couldn't play, therefore he was definitely like he didn't do anything for the team, couldn't do anything for the team. Um, it, and it, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's very frustrating to me and hits like the other night with Tom Wilson, beautiful hit. I hate saying it cause it's Tom Wilson, but beautiful hit. Oh, I hated uh, saying it too. You know, cause they, Same. He, it was a fair hit. He's a moose, right? Like there's nothing you can do if you bleed there. He's coming <laughs> at you. He hits you squarely. I mean, you, you you're fine. You know, uh, uh, Marshan does that. In, uh, in the Capitals arena, and I guarantee you got, you know, Washington fans going like, oh, Marshall, that was a dirty hit just because of his reputation. It's like, yeah, it's hockey, people, all right? It's part of the sport. It's part of the hockey culture. You know what I mean? You got guys getting under other guys' skin. You got those kind of scrums going on in the corner, for Christ's sakes. That's just part of the sport. And the fact that they're trying to drown it out, and granted, I'm not saying Marshall not being voted in is, you know, them trying to drown it out by any means, but – you know, I think it's a reflection of just where the sport's trending, right? It's more about the flashy players, more about the, uh, I guess, more well-rounded, respected players like Patrice Bergeron. Like, you know, well, he's a good guy, like, you know, which he is. No disrespect to him, but, you know, come on. Like, a guy like Marshan should absolutely hands that. I think he's been the best left winger, top five or top ten at the very least over the past few years. So how is he not in it consistently? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a bigger question though going forward. So again, the All Star game I don't think is a. I mean, is it is it sucked? Yes, but this is this a bigger scheme thing? Is you know he's probably been one of the best left wingers in hockey for the last five to ten years. Easy, easy, Jimmy. Does this does this does this does this is this showing what it's going to be like when he retires as a, as a Hall of Fame candidate? Yes, because this is that's what I'm taking away from this. Is, the, the, all these, uh, I want to say off the ice, all uh, all these on the ice incidents that he's gone through over his career might hinder him getting into the Hall of Fame, which, again, he should be. When you're a, a top uh, top five player in your position for an extended period of time, to me, it's a no-brainer, uh, especially now he also has a Stanley Cup, that you definitely should be in at least conversation for a Hall of Famer, a Hall of Fame position, which, if this is any... Uh, sign. I don't think he's not. He's not going to get in. Based if it's a fan vote here, and if the fans vote in this way, I think a lot of the players look at it the same way as well. So that's how I look at that. Well, I think I think the players have a a lot more respect for a guy like Marshawn. Uh, I know that he has played. I know I hate the Olympics uh, for professionals, but. I, I know that uh, he's played up with like Crosby and stuff, and they've come out and they've said good things about him. I, I think they understand that. At least some players understand that um, some of the stuff he does or says is, you know, just to get under their skin. Other things, he absolutely goes over the line. 
um, you know, licking people and whatnot. Some of the low bridges, and he has been bagged on slew foots in the past. I'm not gonna take. I can't deny that for sure, you know. But um, no, I just, I, I just think it's complete, completely asinine that uh, he's up there and one of the better left wingers. I mean, if he hasn't been one of the best in the last three years, it, it, top three, you know, for sure, in my opinion. You know, who, who's better than him? Seriously, I'll, I'll give you Ovechkin and name another left winger who's better than him. Anyone. You know. Uh, I, yeah, I have, I, have to look at, I have to look out there. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely up there. Yeah, there, there definitely aren't many. I mean, I, I like you know, and but what's what's more too is that not only is he just not only does it bring it offensively, but he brings it defensively. I mean, the guy's just a complete player, um, and you know he brings that little agitation and grit that you love to have to anyone's game. Just Marshan says he's got to go down as one of the Bruins' greats. Um, and again, it, it's just mind blowing to me that he wasn't even he wasn't like first bat like he should have been in there ASAP. I, I if you want to give Bergeron some second thoughts about being in the All Star, okay, but like Marshan should be almost a guarantee every single year. You know who's was kind of a surprise to me this year, uh, and how well he's been playing and has made the All Stars. I'm looking at the uh, the rosters right now is Nazem Kadri. Talk about that guy just needed to get away from fucking Boston, huh? He was never that good in uh, Toronto. I didn't think he was a thirty goal. He was a he was a thirty goal scorer in Toronto multiple was he? times. All right, I yes. just maybe I just well, hated him so much. Well, I don't know. What was he though, Jimmy? Because I thought like because Toronto with you know you know Mister Mr. Tavares and and uh, soft ass Matthews up there, they were pretty deep at the uh, number one and two center positions. So he was playing third line. So he wasn't seeing as much time, and then he went to Colorado, where they were like, "Hey, play behind um, McKinnon," and with with increased ice time, and I think he's got some some good guys playing on his wings. Um, he's just really kind of blossomed over there. Um, but that's that's one hell of a sentiment who I loved, um, and another guy who I actually loved, just who we played recently was actually Dubois. Um, from Winnipeg. I don't know if you guys watched him closely against Winnipeg, but he, that guy, oh man, talk about a big, big boy who can skate and make plays. He was all over the ice, throwing his weight around. And I'm pretty sure when he was on the ice, his line was on the ice, the Bruins had no answer. Yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah, I just looked up his stats 2017 and 2018. He had 32 goals both years. So, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, 61 he, points I mean, one he, year and 55 the next. Yeah, he, he was a legitimate uh, goal-scoring goal threat. The problem was, much much like Marshan, is he would he missed significant time for suspensions because he would do a lot of the same things. You know, slew foot, high stick, dirty hit. That's like He was Toronto's version of Marshan. He got to the point where he was missing playoff games. Knock on wood, Marshan has not missed. Uh, I don't think he's missed any playoff games. If, if I think he, he missed one or two. Or oh, was that McAvoy? That was the thing was McAvoy. Okay. That quote, that quote, quote, dirty hit. And that was not. But, yeah, it was McAvoy. We missed him a couple of years ago. Um, but, it, it, I mean, he – and Cadre's and also missed games in Colorado for the same stuff over there as well. So, to me, he's the same player as he was in Toronto. He just, you know, I more uh, – he's basically on Toronto West – a West Coast in a way, so and it's not really West Coast, but that sort of thing. You know, it's a high octane offense where he can be the scrappy guy who can who can net uh, some goals, but he he's on a more being on a second line. You, you're getting a little more, uh, you're seeing it a little more than it was when he was up in Toronto. Hey, do you want do you want this, Jimmy? Do you want this? Do you do you want this, guys? The fact of the matter is, is that Nazem Kadri had too much grit and too much balls for a team like Toronto. Toronto likes those soft-ass players. Like, you know what I mean? They like the Tyson Berries, the Matthews, the the Rileys, and the Andersons of the world. They love those types of guys. Now, some country, they're like, whoa, man, you're too badass. All right? We're, we're, we we got to move you. So, you know, because there are a bunch of apes up there. I know what I don't make. They never get past the second round or the exactly, first round. Exactly, Tyler. Exactly. 
I I still love finding some things about you know uh, things that have happened multiple times since the last time that the Canucks, uh, the Canucks, excuse me, the the Maple Leafs won a a cup. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw something the other day. Uh, if you've been married after 1965, you have more rings than the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> which was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, as long as I, I think that as long as Boston can get home ice advantage against Toronto in the first round, they'll win in seven games. And. Until yeah, Toronto proves me otherwise. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And it's a good story. <laughs> it's a shitty story. <laughs> we know it, Jimmy. It's a historically true story. It is. It's a, it's a biography. <laughs> it should be on the uh, National yeah. Geographic channel, for Christ's sakes. Uh, so... Um, Keith Yandel is the new NHL Iron Man. What's that? Most straight, most games in a row played without missing one? That's insane. I, yes. I, heard, I saw that. How many games is it, Tyler? Do you know? It's like 900-something from what I saw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I think crazy. so, Tyler. Like, geez, I thought last I checked, I thought he was like 800-something executive didn't, games without missing it. Didn't Joel yeah. Quinville try and sabotage that last year? Yes, it was brutal. And like and he wasn't gonna play him opening night or something, and he was you know a season and a half away from fucking breaking this record. It was I, I, honestly, Dave. I forget the whole exact context, but it was something along the lines of like, yeah, essentially they they were gonna bench him because I think it was either contract things or Keith Yandel wanted to be moved out, I, 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 out or something like that, and they were just like, oh well, well, we'll just we'll just bench you and uh, prevent his Iron Man streak, which I was like, come on. Yeah, right. Dude's earned it. Jesus. 965. That's unheard of. For an NHL defenseman, that's like, wow. Right? And it was. All sports, too. Wow. Oh. Wow. And it was broken by, uh, who was it? Doug Jarvis, who had played October 8th, 75 through October 10th. 87 without missing a game. Wow. Crazy. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, that's insane. Well, congratulations to you, Keith Yandel. Um, you know, good for you. Sorry, Tony Stark, you're no longer Iron Man. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Rip. Yep. <laughs> Wait, he died? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm supposed to say spoiler alert. Not, 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 not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that well, I know. I just, only, I just saw him yeah. in Iron Man 4 the other day. <laughs> yes. Spoiler, spoiler alert only, are only good for like the first year. After that, you should have seen the movie. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I, I don't really care. I did that to uh, a guy I work with. He said something about... Um, the end of the uh, Black Widow. I was like, dude, you're supposed to say spoiler alert. And he looks at me and goes, oh, my God. I go, no, I'm kidding. It's been out for like two years. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like, you know, oh, God. You know, watching The Sixth Sense. Someone's like, oh, yeah, these, are, these people are all dead. It's like, what? Dude, I'm like, that movie came out like in the what, 80s, 90s, 70s, something like that. 90s. 90s. I think. It was the 2000s. No, it's, it's only 2000s, I think. Uh, was it the Sixth Sense? Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I could be completely wrong. Nineteen ninety nine. All right, so we're both right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're close up, enough you, you to the two thousands to to say yeah. all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'll give, you, I'll give you that one. Two thousands. I'll give you that one. All right. All right. Usually, when we veer off to movies, means we run out of things to talk about. <laughs> Anybody got any closing thoughts? Nope. J- Jimmy, I changed your name. I hope you like it. I didn't notice that. All right. <laughs> I-, I like it. I like it. That's that's the new, new shirt, Jimmy. Soon. New, new merch dropping soon. 
trade deadlines in a month, guys. That's uh, that's, that's kind of exciting. Except if you're no trade fan. deadline. I was just looking up. It's March twenty first. Oh no way! They so they moved it. So it's a, so it's two months now. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, well, not like the Bruins are gonna do anything, but still. I did hear they're <laughs> no, in the market they're, for. They're gonna they're trade their the first round pick for Dan Heinen. <laughs> oh my god! You want you want to know a way I'll root against this team? Do that. I will root for one player on the team, and that's about it. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy. Uh, his, his name is Charlie. Yeah, I was going to say, it's Charlie Coyle, right? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. He's not allowed to vote against Charlie Coyle anymore. Jimmy, are you doing Morse code on your laptop? Is that is that you hitting the space bar? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Very thank you. Very big thank you to Tyler Scales. Jimmy Shea and Justin Ventola. And thank you all for listening. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Yeah.